Hi again, everybody. Welcome back to the Don't Be Rash podcast. We somehow survived episode one, and we're locked and loaded for a brand new one. Glad you're here. I'm Redrick Terry. And I'm Ash Simpson. Thanks for joining us here for episode two. How yeah, you doing, Redrick? Here we go. I'm doing great. Yeah. I, I know you're doing great over there as well. Hey, tell we somehow, like I said, waited through the first, and here we go again. Yeah, we, a little, little, little out of schedule here with the podcast, yeah, but that's okay. Already inconsistent, you know, but it's quality, not quantity that we're after. <laughs> that's, that's all that matters. All right, so if you're ready to go into this, I am. Let's rock say? and roll. I will say this, though, before... We before we get into this, want to shout out our technical producer Owen Hoke because last week we did not. Oh, <laughs> so, ouch! So the man does so much work behind the scenes. It would not be this podcast would not be without I, the one and only Owen Hoke. It's just that talent mentality. It just goes to your head, and you forget <laughs> about the little guy. You know exactly. I'm <laughs> such a diva. So Owen. Of course, he's the owner of Sunnyside Studios as well, which is where we're podcasting live, quote unquote. So shout out to Owen Hoke <laughs> as he gets us where we need to be with this podcast. So let's Absolutely. get started. Ready? Let's bring it on. Let's do it. Guess what we're talking about first. Tell me. We're talking about Nickelback. <laughs> as, as if we hear clicks to turn this off all over the place, right? <laughs> well, here's the thing, folks. Nickelback was recently... In the Quad Cities, which is where we do this podcast from, uh, during one of our summer fairs. And we went, the two of us went, uh, let me tell you, they rocked it out. (laughs) They rocked it out. And that got us thinking, why does everybody continuously act as though they hate this group? Good question. I mean, this group is responsible for so many hits over the last several years, it, it it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, just being there at the at the concert just took me back to like childhood days, right? You know, these right. are, these are some of the songs that are like almost the soundtrack to our childhood, really. Uh, and I I just don't I don't understand it at I, all. Yeah, so. That you know the the fair is one of those reasons why we're a little off schedule, but uh, <laughs> sure. just, just one of those things. But yeah, Nickelback back in our middle school days ta- era, mid two thousands, was among the biggest bands in America. I mean, their awards range from Billboard Music Award for top rock album, top duo slash group in two thousand six, People's Choice Award for favorite group, Record of the Year two thousand and eight, Billboard. Music Award for Hot 100 Artist, Billboard Music Award for Hot 100 Singles, Best Video. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. But people claim that they're a terrible band. How are they winning so many People's Choice Awards? They also won in 2007 there, like I said, for Favorite Group. Yeah. I mean, literally, it's in the name. People's choice. You guys decided this. This is this is it doesn't make any sense to me. No, it doesn't. And they, they had so many hits too. Yeah. So many hits. A ton of hits. I tell you, when Rockstar came on, can we can we talk about the out of body experience that I had when Rockstar came on? And I mean it, At it the was concert. Just, Oh, oh, I tell you. It, yeah. it, it's just I don't get it. it. But it's it seems like that's just a thing. Nowadays, right? It's like one person has this hot take, quote unquote, that goes against what everybody else believes. 
And then there's some reason, for some reason, somebody, everybody decides to just want, want to follow that for, and for what reason? I just don't, I just don't understand it. I don't understand it either. As you can see, we're not going to shy away from the hard topics here. Oh no. (laughs) On don't be rash, (laughs) (laughs) but it just, it, it really, I don't know what it is about one person says something and then everybody else starts to follow nickelback is just one of those examples so well we wanted to look into it and we wanted to see exactly why why people don't like nickelback someone actually wrote an article on it this uh comes from digital music news back in 2016 why do people hate nickelback so much well apparently it goes back to one pivotal event there was a commercial released in the UK back in 2008 where the song Rockstar was used for a furniture ad. And according to the finding, widely regarded as the beginning of the band's image collapse, it was at this point that the existing hate and ridicule exploded, full-blown memes, which were memes even a thing in 2008? I don't think so. Nonstop jokes, all-out protests became the norm. It was, quote, the proverbial linchpin that sparked the unstoppable explosion. Okay, I've seen the ad. It's cheesy. It's an ad. But every band ever has had their music used in ads before. Yeah. They get we don't hate them it. for it. I mean, they, they, they get that most of the time. They get that money back. Like I, that's, that's just the way it works. That, I, so this all started off of a, of, a cheesy commercial? Uh, that's what it says. It says that's when it started. What? So... What they claim in this article, which Google it if you get a chance, yeah. but I find it absurd. <laughs> it says that um, that is actually a researcher at a university that looked into this, and they found that quote they follow the genre expectations too well, which is seen as empty imitation. So. In layman's terms, they're saying they're too rock and roll. (laughs) So what they're saying is that these guys pretty much fit the rock genre too well, and therefore they're just copying it. I'm sorry. They were writing what rock had become in the mid-2000s. Yeah. How are they copying it? Uh, Yeah, they're they're following a formula, sure, but, I mean, that every other artist does that. Right. That's what they're supposed to do. That's I mean, why we be, have several like, different genres of music. And it would be like saying Usher is too R&B. Yeah. Therefore, he sucks. Yeah. I, that, I mean, that's just that's just a terrible take. And this has been a terrible take for years and years and years. At some point, we have to just stop trying to be different than everybody <laughs> else with our opinions and appreciate things for what they are, especially music. I feel like this happens all the time. In music, right? You know, oh, this I don't, I don't like this. It sounds the exact same as this, that, 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 the third. Just accept it for what it is, and move on. <laughs> and don't listen to it if you it's, don't like it. Honestly, I just don't, it's I don't, like I don't, grade I don't school where everybody just wanted somebody to pick on, and they chose Nickelback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you're turned off to the Don't Be Rash podcast already, sorry, not sorry. You know what? And if we wouldn't have to pay them, we would play Nickelback right now, <laughs> just to let you know. But we all just want to be. Big rock star. Oh, mm. all right. Well, <laughs> let's talk about something that really has just grown leaps and bounds. Speaking of Bob mentality, over the summer. Oh, you bet. The opposite it. direction. Yeah, in, in, in a good way for a lot of people. I know you've seen these hard seltzers 
all over the place. Drank them too. All over store shelves. You may have even taken a sip or two. Oh goodness, this is this is really insane. It's, it seems like it started with the White Claw, uh, which uh, <laughs> you've seen all kinds of things on social media. It, it's become almost a meme. You know, the ain't no laws when you're drinking claws, that deal. <laughs> well, White Claw has just dominated the market uh, over this summer and this year. And now here come the imitators. Oh, man. Yeah. Right? I mean, let's talk about the sales. First off, sales grew. Uh, this is from Business Insider, so it's legit. Sales grew 163% in the last four weeks. Just a month. Wow. 200% in the last year. So they're selling double the amount of hard sales this year that they were last year. I didn't even which, know it was a thing last year. Yeah, I didn't either. But we don't see like the sales of, let's say, beer fluctuate that much. It has what it's always been. But also, the top contender, like you said, White Claw, has a 50% market share. So that means of all the hard seltzers sold, 50% of them are White Claw. And has seen 223% increase in the last four weeks. And I have to think this is partly because of those memes. Everybody wants to oh, try yeah. it. Definitely. Uh, again, like you said, another uh, <laughs> another example of mob mentality coming at you. But uh, I'll admit, like I, I have... I feel like I'm one of the only people in the entire world that has not tried White Claw yet. Oh, I should have brought you one. Do you want me to go get one? I have not. <laughs> I have one in the fridge. Oh, yeah. Are you serious? Go get it. Yeah, I've got one in the fridge. Technical producer. Can I, that's your job. You know what? Let's let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. I'll, I'll do it. I'll try it right now and react to right it. Let's hope. Uh, All right. Let's yeah, hope let's hope nothing goes while he's gone. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, something exploded. <laughs> Let's Ooh. hope nothing goes wrong while uh, Owen, the no owner. Uh, <laughs> Amen. And Sunnyside Studios goes away here for a second. Um, <laughs> well, White Claw is actually owned by a private company who also makes, uh-oh. drum roll, Mike's Hard Lemonade. How about that? Same people that made drinkable fruity <laughs> beverages in the past. Yeah. Now coming up with White Claw. Owen has All brought right. in the white let's, let's claw. Get that, oh, let's get that open. But listen, and it's a mic. black cherry as well, which is oh, that's the best probably one. my favorite flavor of any beverage. All right, ready for this? This is the moment, folks. Listen to this. Oh, yeah. ASMR. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not going to sip into the mic here. You know what? I'm, I'll even put it on mute I can just narrate. for you guys. I can narrate. Okay, here it goes. It's up to his lips. Good, 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 good. Okay, it's. What do you think? It's it's kind of exactly what I expected. <laughs> it's not bad, but see, I am somebody that just needs a lot of flavor in their drink. Mm. You know, like I I, I want the to. sweet to come with it. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm gonna finish it. Right, don't get, <laughs> but get <don't> wrong, folks. <laughs> let me let me tell you. But it's but, it's refreshing. I, I think that's the biggest thing. Is that it is hot it is refreshing. In the summer. Yeah. Beer is great. Don't get me wrong. Mm. Lord have mercy. Mm. Is beer good? But <laughs> White Claw doesn't sit that heavy with you. There's other bands like mm-hmm. Truly and uh, Corona has their own as well. But there's just something about it that just sits a little lighter. Well, I'm glad you. Calories. I'm glad you said that because mm. last night our friends at Four Loco oh. <laughs> dropped a bomb on the Twitter universe. Twitter has exploded. By announcing that they have come out with their own version 
of a hard seltzer. A four loco hard seltzer is on the way to store shelves near you. Now, if you are not familiar with four loco, one, you probably never uh, went to college, but also um, (laughs) it's... I can't even really come up with words to describe yeah. the original Four Loco. Uh, just intense. Most, I mean, uh, very intense. Yeah, insanity. that's a good word. That's a good word to describe it. I'll put this into context a little bit, though. As I look at this White Claw uh, can in front of me, uh, 5% alcohol by volume. Uh, that's the level for White Claw. For Four Loco, it's going to be 14%. 14%. According to Four Loco. Okay, so... The backstory on Four Loco, for those that don't know, is that Four Loco used to have caffeine in it. Mm-hmm. It was a caffeine alcohol mixture, and that is a bad combination if you don't know. Very bad. Don't try it. It's very bad. And uh, a lot of people got blackout, dangerously sick, alcohol poisoning, the works. So they had to take the caffeine out. But now, a 14% refreshing seltzer, <laughs> they came to finish the job. <laughs> Kill all of us. Oh, you know what? If you have Twitter and if you're Twitter if you're a Twitter person, just go on Twitter and type in for loco in the search engine. These tweets that these people have come up with are hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that I've been great. laughing all literally all day long. And it's it's so funny because it's 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 mostly people who do have those experiences with the original four loco and then of course the four loco that they took out the caffeine in it, but it's still that intense drink uh that has all that flavor and, and all that alcohol in it. And um yeah, I mean it's it's just it's unbelievable. I, I can't wrap my head around trying another drop of four local after my college experience right no i can't either but this seltzer i might might have to consider it that's all i'm saying on i i will consider it i i will i will buy i'm not gonna buy it i'm not gonna buy it i'm just gonna bum it off of somebody i just i need to (laughs) i need a trial period uh, maybe that maybe we can try that next. Owen, since you brought out the the white claw, could that be a possible thing? Our studios, could that be I a mean, thing? It's I'm not liable for anything that happens when you're on Fort Loco. This, no, oh, listen, this is why we no, pay listen, rent. Nobody so is. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> the people who drink it aren't. Oh, by the way, Natty Light also has yes a seltzer that they're bringing out as well. Anheuser Busch, not to be outdone. Oh, never, because no. they will not and ever be outdone. This one intrigues me even more than a lot of them because they have two flavors which with two flavors in each so it's a the first is called the catalina lime mixer stepbrothers fans out there (laughs) cherry and lime mixed together and then there's the aloha beaches which is peach and mango mixed together and all the most most of the other seltzers out there only have one flavor in them they're doing a combo thing, and oh, oh boy, I'm in on it six percent. So a little more reasonable, little you more. might not die. Yeah, you might not. You might actually remember your experience uh, drinking these. And apparently, uh, they're going to come into a pack as as big as twenty four. <laughs> you can get a twenty four rack Amen. of these seltzers. Praise Natty Light. I tell you, and it's it all kind of. So maybe you will kill yourself. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, listen, the, the evening is young when you have a 24 rack. But, um, you know, it's it's now August, mid-August. Summer is wrapping up. So that's kind of late. really bad timing on the part of in the winter, too. Uh, hey, <laughs> ain't no laws, right? <laughs> that's how you do it. 
All right. Now that we've gotten our alcoholic tendencies out of the way. (laughs) Speaking of summer coming to an end. Oh, there's this one thing that I think of when summer comes to an end. What's that? Ball starts to roll in. Football. Sports. Football. 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 And more football. Let's talk a little football. Why don't you say? Oh, let's let's do it. You know what? And you know why we're talking football right now? A couple besides, big stories. Beside the fact that, uh, you know, it's about that time. Uh, there's all drama going on already. And surprisingly, neither of our favorite teams are involved. Oh, wow. So so, so I'm good with talking about it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. Not going to be offended. Let's First talk time a- for everything. Oh, oh, you know it. Let's talk about America's team. "Quote unquote," the Dallas Cowboys. Their <laughs> their quarterback and running back. Both, both of them. They have two top players. Both of them. Both of them. <laughs> the complete nucleus of, of their entire offense are deadlocked in contract negotiations. They want that money. They want the money, and it's kind of hard when you're. Talking about the Dallas Cowboys, one of the most profitable teams in all of sports. <laughs> you kind of understand it. But when you look at these players, Come on, Jerry Jones. Uh, we'll start off with Dak Prescott, the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Young quarterback, still got a lot of good playing ahead of him. Uh, he's looking for a contract in the realm of $40 million. Yeah, I heard that rumor. Yeah. He was all for $30 million, and apparently he turned it down. Yes. This, this is... He did. And <laughs> I... Oh, my gosh. I could never imagine turning down $30 million. But I almost kind of see where he's coming from. So he's promising. He didn't have the best season ever last year. Sure. We'll say that. <laughs> but... He is a promising upstart, and he wants a contract in the top five. Do I think he deserves a contract in the top five? No, I don't. (laughs) But you know who also does not deserve a contract in the top five? Carson Wentz, who's being paid $32 million. So if you're not going to pay Dak Prescott as much as Carson Wentz, even Matt Ryan, who's making $30 million, eh. I mean, yeah. I think he deserves at least that much, but he turned it down. So yeah, so he, I mean, he doesn't agree. He wants he wants more and a lot more. And uh, like you said, I, I when you look at and I think this is kind of something that you are going to do when you are talking about contract negotiations and you see these players that are making similar and and in a lot of cases more money than you are. You're going to compare that and you're going to say, hey, no, I deserve that. Uh, and so I understand it, but I just, it's just not, it's not warranted <laughs> in, in a lot of people's opinions. And it's a lot of money. I mean, it's, it's just a ton of money for a guy who's very talented, but there just hasn't been much to show for it. No, yet. there hasn't. He had one hot season where he took over for Tony Romo. So if anything, I mean, maybe we could pay him for Letting Tony Romo retire. I don't know. <laughs> Getting Tony Romo into the broadcast booth, which, which has, has been, been nothing but a gift. One of the greatest decisions ever. And Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, he's the other one that's holding out with the Dallas Cowboys. And again, I am so conflicted on this because, right, you want them to make their money, but also you're already making so much. 
like play for your team. It, I the the one qualm I have with the NBA, which I know you're a huge NBA fan, mm-hmm. is that it's such an individualistic sport these days. Like it's all about the top talent, the one two people. But the good thing about football is that it has and always should be a team sport. But when players start getting all in their heads and they become so individualized, then it's just the drama makes it not as fun. Yeah, and I I think the drama makes it not as fun when it's your team and you have a star player who's out, mm. and that's going to obviously drastically change the outlook fans. of your season. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean it's 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 just. It's really just unfortunate because these guys need to be on the field for the Dallas Cowboys. If they're not on the field for the Cowboys. I mean, they're not going to win anyways, but let alone <laughs> if these guys aren't on the field. It's going to be a huge, huge issue. And like you said, with the with the NBA, you've got those top couple teams mm-hmm. that are fantastic. And, you know, they're going to be the ones that are going to be in the finals. And then there's everybody else. With the NFL, there's a lot more parity. You, you you know that there are there's a group of teams that are going to be there, but from there you have no idea who's going to actually win it. This takes away from that. These type of things take away from that. So hopefully they can get that resolved before the regular season starts, which is three weeks away. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited! Three but another away. team that's hoping to be one of those teams in the running and has been hoping for a very long time. Long time. Our friends in Oakland seem to be Las Vegas. <laughs> Which I still think is ridiculous, but we won't go there. Lamb football, baby. Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown. This is arguably the number one best receiver in football. Um, (laughs) This has been a rough offseason for him. (laughs) Uh, First of all, the entire thing with his his frostbitten feet. Uh, He was undergoing some treatment. And Which how did that happen? I, something went wrong, and he's like cryotherapy up, or something. Yeah, I believe doing so. Or... And uh, something went wrong. Maybe his feet were too exposed. <laughs> his little piggies are freezing, and so and so now he's uh, he's frostbitten on his feet. And I mean, he's a wide receiver, so obviously, in any sport or any position you play in football, your feet are obviously very important, but. Especially a receiver when you're talking about cutting and running your routes and things like that. It, this is this is this is going to be tough for him. <laughs> you got to have those feet, and he's got some of the lightest feet in football. I mean, it's incredible just he's to watch him play. <laughs> they're, they're 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 pretty heavy, and and on top of that, uh, the helmet that he's been using uh, has been disallowed by the NFL. Oh man. <laughs> And now he's not happy about that, obviously. Not only that, he's threatening to hold out if he can't wear his helmet that and he's been wearing the whole time. I haven't time. seen a whole lot of explanation on what changed so drastically with the helmets. Even Tom Brady commented that he doesn't like his helmet, but he deals with it. So I really wonder if they're bigger, bulkier, just harder to maneuver in. I don't know what the deal is. And Antonio Brown is not having any of it. I mean, if no. somebody needs to be looking around short of a quarterback – it's a wide receiver. Like the wide receiver has to be having that those quick eyes, quick movements. So I can, if it's going to hinder his ability to play, I get it. I don't know why he's the only one holding out, but yeah, well, because he's the best receiver in football, and he go. feels that he has that responsibility to do the, to do so or that ability at least. Uh, I guess the situation, and this is from Pro Football Talk, uh, the NFL has approved 
Brown wearing that helmet model, the specific one. It's the shut air advantage, but it has to be a helmet that fits him and a helmet that is less than 10 years old. And they stopped making that in 2011. So, so there's a few eight to nine year old helmets out there. Yes, that he could use for a couple more seasons, reasonably. Correct. But they has to find it. He has to find it. That's and if that's you the issue. Are the proud owner of an Air Advantage football helmet? <laughs> you take Antonio Brown for all he has worth. I was going to tell for you, this helmet. You could make a big coin Ooh. off of this for that. But until then, Antonio Brown, another guy that's just. Uh, pivotal <laughs> to the success of his team let alone fantasy <laughs> yeah oh, oh and all of our fantasy teams right if we're so lucky to get them um and he's he's sidelined as as these teams are going through camp and, and preseason uh i will say though and i i gotta call you out on this oh, no. the fact that the raiders are the team that's featured on hard knocks this year the hbo nfl series yeah you didn't know what hard knocks was i didn't know what hard knocks was i did not <sighs> Never really had HBO, so... Me neither. Oh, well. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching it on YouTube. Living Hello. under a rock. <laughs> wow, wow. Well, you can follow all of that uh, drama, at least on the Raiders end of it, on Hard Knocks. And it's a very good show. I would 10 out of 10 recommend. Just all right. to let you know. Thanks all right. for the recommendation. <laughs> Not all right. Uh, okay, <laughs> thanks. All right, us big boys, we like food, right? Ooh, we love us some we food. We love some food. All let's talk about food. food. Oh, let, why, should, why don't we? Let, let's do it. Let's start off <laughs> with something we? that uh, is not so great, and then we'll kind of work into some great. How about mm, that? Okay. All right. We'll start with Lucky Charms. They've released, or at least announced, that they're going to release very soon uh, a brand of marshmallows. Now, when you th- hear that, you think, wow, those Lucky Charms marshmallows that are inside the cereal that are just amazing. Release a bag of them. <laughs> Delicious. It's not that. It's a bag of actual marshmallows. It's a partnership with Jet Puffed, you know, those gigantic yes. marshmallows. Uh, and they're just, they're, they're not those Lucky Charms marshmallows. They're the they're actual marshmallows shaped and colored like Lucky Charms marshmallows. I feel like this is just, just absurdly disappointing. It really is. I mean, I've seen this story floating around all over the place on social media and people think that when they go buy this, they're going to get the Lucky Charms style marshmallows, but only bigger. You know, they're dehydrated when they're in the box. But now it's literally just going to taste like a marshmallow. And I think people are going to be horribly disappointed when they bite into it. And it's nice and soft and tastes nothing like Lucky Charms. Uh, yeah. I mean, and that's just the thing, too. You mentioned, yeah, the, the soft part of it. You know, that's one of the magic parts of the Lucky Charms marshmallows. I get that little bit of crunch mm. in there. Oh, it's, like, sweet. So it's good. delicious. And it's just, like, that's not what this is. So why no. are you going to try and profit off of that by slapping Lucky Charms on it, slapping those colors and shapes in there, but giving us just a regular old marshmallow? What are you supposed to do with that? Exactly. Unless you want some A, rainbow-colored Rice Krispie treats, or Absolutely B, not. a nice blue s'mores. Absolutely There's not. no point in this. I I just don't know what we're... Ugh. Like, were we supposed to be grateful for this? No. Because I'm, I'm not. not. No, I'm not. You either. can throw that away. Yes. I don't want that. Until you can come out with a bag of exclusive Lucky Charms. And they have... You know they got the resources. Of course they to can. make bags of actual Lucky Charms. Of course they can. And, and they would make some money off of that, too. I know because I definitely would buy a lot of them. All right. I promised we're going to get to something good, right? Mm, Let's do it. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. 
Chick-fil-A, which has been seven times a day, (laughs) which has been recently, uh, by the way, voted in a survey America's favorite fast food restaurant for good reason. For a good reason. They've added yet another game changing item to its menu. Mac and cheese is coming to Chick-fil-A. I have not tried it yet, which if anyone knows me is shocking. It's very shocking. I would I was expecting you to come with some today. I should have. You want me to bring some out of the fridge? <laughs> you got some of that too? No. Oh, so no. Ron's been drinking too much White Claw. There's no uh. mac and cheese in the fridge. Uh, this is... Okay, I'm just going to say this. Um, macaroni and cheese, for me, is like top three favorite food for, mm. for me. Yeah, same. It, it is just incredible when it's done the right way. <laughs> And a I, mac and cheese snob. A snob, saying. and when it, it, I feel like there's just a, such a wide variety of, of mac and cheese. Like it's, it could either be to die for, or you want to die after you take a bite of yep. it. And I feel like the fast food mac and cheeses are more so on that kill me now side of the spectrum, <laughs> more times than not. I just feel like KFC, I, you know, KFC in particular. I feel so. Cheated every time I get that mac Why and cheese. Keep eating it then, because it's mac and cheese, and I'm like, okay, I want some mac and cheese. But then I bite into it, and it's like watery. It's not seasoned. It doesn't taste like there's any cheese in it. Ugh. If this is what Chick Fil A is coming with, I will cry. I will now, cry a, a shed a real tear. The thing about Chick Fil A is that <laughs> all of their food is at peak perfection. <laughs> I mean, you can't peak more than a fast food restaurant like Chick-fil-A. That's why they're number one. Now, it is a blend of Parmesan, Romano, and cheddar cheeses. And it sounds to me like this is real cheese mac and cheese. This isn't that doctored fake stuff that you Processed get Processed crap, yeah. Right. No, this is real cheeses, real mac and cheese. And the reviews are good so far. Okay, and and truth be told, like I expect it to be delicious because it's coming from Chick Fil A, mm-hmm. so I do expect it to be good. I just want you to know, I, you're gonna have to check up on me if this is not good. <laughs> I'm gonna need a couple. I'm gonna need a couple welfare checks. All right, if it's not, we'll send help. Uh, and then finally, Coca Cola wrapping just, it up. Just released uh, or announced that they are going to be releasing some. New winter inspired flavors of their in famous August. <laughs> uh, it's actually going to be in September. Oh, still, but they want to. It seems like they kind of want to rival the pumpkin spice phenomena, which is not something you don't like. You don't touch want that smoke. My pumpkin spice. <laughs> you, you don't want that. People, people love their pumpkin spice. Okay, and so what they're coming out with is a Coca Cola that is flavored with cinnamon. Yep. And a cranberry sprite that has winter spices in it. <laughs> okay, so here's my thing. Oh, wow. Wow. If you want cinnamon in your Coke, pour some fireball in it. <laughs> Nobody wants to just drink it for the flavor of cinnamon Coke. Fireball and Coke is delicious, but you're drinking it for a very specific uh, there's reason. There's a much greater reason in there for that. 
And yeah, also, it's disgusting. Winter spice. What does that even mean? It sounds so first of gimmicky. all, it has to be like there has to be cinnamon in it. Like that's cinnamon that's a winter and nutmeg, spice. Maybe I don't know. Nutmeg. I don't know. Hazelnut. <laughs> Some thyme. No. no it's <laughs> basil. Oregano. <laughs> splash of parsley. Paprika. Like <laughs> I just I just don't understand. Some garlic salt. This is this is gross. Uh, cranberry sprite is good on its own. We don't uh, need it spiced. We don't need spices in it. That's ridiculous. All right, let's get to the lightning round. We're <laughs> starting to run out a little bit of time here, so let's get right to it. Uh, mm. BTS, for you K-pop fans, you know who it is. Everybody else is like, behind the scenes of what? Anyway, so BTS, this this K-pop group, as that phenomena continues in the United States, um, they're apparently taking a break. <gasps> According to Time Magazine, oh. they just want to, quote, Enjoy the ordinary lives of young people in their 20s. And I think that's fine, but people are absolutely losing their blank. Very reasonable over request. This. Yes. I mean, they're, they're giving you 20 music. year olds. What more do you people want? <laughs> they're 20 year olds. And, and th- that's the thing about these K pop groups. I, I don't w- listen to them exactly. I know a lot of people do. Uh, they start so young, and <laughs> it's like, they they get pop they get very popular and it's a rabid almost fan base that Terrifying. they that they have and so it, it, at some point you have to let these kids literally these kids take a step back and like live life all right one sentence hot take here's mine what in god's name is k-pop <laughs> that's my hot take i am so lost with this thing we don't even have time to talk yeah, about it let the kids live that's mine all right, all right. next <laughs> Another Twitter uh, interesting tidbit. Uh, apparently, <laughs> a kid uh, from, I believe, Japan uh, was working on a project in, I want to say it was Microsoft Excel. I want to double check that. Uh, and was going to save a document and asked, asked their parents why the save icon looks like a vending machine with a pop that came out of it. <laughs> Is oh. is this real life? Do the kids not know that what that Gen is? Z doesn't even don't even know what the save icon is. Which for those of you that don't know, the save icon is a floppy. What's a floppy disk? disk? What's that? Oh, it's a floppy <laughs> disk. I guys, be smarter. That's all I have to say to that <laughs> one. Be smarter. Teach your kids about old technology. <laughs> Learn your kids' way. <laughs> All right, there's this really strange thing going on in the video game world, uh, and this is the first time I'm hearing of it. It's called swatting. Mm. Apparently, it's when uh, gamers call the police on other gamers and basically fabricate these stories of these grandiose crimes taking place, uh, and then the police obviously respond to it uh, while the gamer is streaming live on the Internet. And this is right. this has led to... Lots of dangerous things obviously yeah, taking place, arrests, uh, even a, a death at one point. Dying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, it's this. I, I don't understand this at all. There has to be a separation between video game and real life at some it, point. Yeah, so and this is where we're at here. Apparently, it's a quote unquote prank that these kids are pulling to where they can see the police swat in while watching or swarm in while watching the live stream and they get their kicks with it. And the most recent example was Booga. This is a username from Pennsylvania. He is the Fortnite world champion. Just won $3 million in the world championships. And somebody 
yet to be known who, called the police saying that he had shot up his father and tied his mother up in the garage and had her at gunpoint. So the SWAT comes storming in, and luckily for him, one of the police officers lived on his block. So he knew him, and the situation was resolved very quickly. But this is not a prank. This is serious. I mean, honestly, this is and should be classified, in my opinion. Here's my one sentence hot take. This is attempted murder by police. You've heard of suicide by cop, which is, is a whole issue in and of itself. But this is murder by cop is, is essentially what is happening. And it's not funny. No, at all. I want to bring in Owen for this because Owen is, is a serious gamer. Owen, what are you thinking about this this topic? Uh, well, <clears throat> it's horrible. Uh, it's been happening for a couple of years now. Um, uh, it's mostly just popular gamers obviously you have to have a big enough following that there's people actually watching you but seriously it's it's not funny um you get one person who can anonymously call 911 and just completely overturn someone's life i mean you're talking property damage you're talking uh talking trauma it's just not in every sense of the situation it's a terrible thing yeah i I don't see the humor at all in that and uh, that's it, yeah, it's something that obviously definitely needs to change. That's mm. that's just unbelievable, terrible. All right, lastly, uh, Jay Z. Do you remember that song that he just came out with? I believe it was just last year. Uh, Jay Z and Beyonce teaming up as the Carters. They came up with a song called Ape Bleep. <laughs> and, uh, one of the lyrics in that song, and I will pull it up just in a second. Of course, I had it. I had it. So I had it up uh, highlighted, and I missed it. There it is. So Jake Jay Z said, "Quote: I said no to the Super Bowl. You need me. I don't need you. Every night we in the end zone. Tell the NFL we in stadiums too. Burn right. Ooh. Fast forward a year Come later, Rock Nation and Jay Z have teamed up. They've struck an alliance. The rapper, according to the Wall Street Journal, will both help the league with one of its biggest problems. That is." soothing out tensions between players and owners or social justice issues. And he'll also help the NFL's entertainment offerings as far wow. as the Super Bowl halftime shows go. This is big. This is huge. This is big on a lot of levels uh, for the NFL. Uh, there's obviously a decent sized issue uh, as far as the social issues go between players and, and owners and, and, and the like. So that's going to be good for the league to have kind of like a liaison between billionaire <laughs> and, you know, somebody that's on the other side of those social justice issues, which I think Jay-Z is a pretty good representative of both of those coming from his background and obviously what he is today. And for me, I mean, if this means we're going to get even bigger acts oh, in the Super Bowl, bring it on. Come on. Ready for that. Absolutely. Oh, All right. Can't wait. I, th- I think that's it. That's it. We did it. Episode, episode two. two in the books. Are we going to get paid for this anytime soon? Uh, no, no, no. no, no we're, right, we're, right. we're getting a All right. Well, thanks for joining <laughs> us for the Don't Be Rash podcast. As always, we hope you enjoyed it. Yeah, absolutely. And if you did, please do us a favor. Go leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also share this with your friends. We're hoping to get an Apple Podcast soon. So if you can't find us there, then <laughs> don't leave a five-star review just yet. <laughs> anyway, share with your friends. It's going to be a major help to all of us. And if you want to find us on social media, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Don't Be Rash. 
podcast, that's Rash with an E. Give us a like or a follow. You can stay up to date with everything going on on the show. Follow me on Twitter as well at Redrick Terry TV. So shameless. Hey. Thanks again for joining <laughs> us, everybody. Don't Be Rash is a Sunnyside Studios production from Rock Island, Illinois. It's produced by Ash Simpson and me, Redrick Terry. Owen Hulk is our technical producer. New episodes are released every Monday or whenever we get around to it. <laughs>